Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Shape the Culture podcast. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly sermons, our motivational messages. Um, If you're a first-time listener, uh, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. I hope that you find something that you like. Um, If you're coming back, listening for the second, the third time, thank you once again. Always a pleasure speaking to you guys, providing you guys with this message. I hope you find something that you enjoy as well. Make sure that you guys give me some feedback, anything that you have, positive, negative, drop a comment, a rating. You can hit me up on Instagram at shapetheculture. Um, The website is shapetheculture.org. If you're a new listener, if you're a continuing listener and you're not subscribed, make sure you go subscribe on shapetheculture.org. All right. We're about to get tuned in to our ongoing series called Strategic Faith. This is our third message in the series. This week, I'm really excited to look at the life of Jesus, the Son of God, God in the flesh, the one who who I say walked it like he talked it. Jesus was literally the physical manifestation of God. Um, and it's so cool to me because even with all his divinity, Jesus showed us how we can walk it out when it comes to having strategic faith and, and really just faith in general. This week's message is, is titled Stay Scheming because when it comes to have, having strategic faith, you're constantly going to be scheming with God. You're going to have to move in silence and keep your plans a secret and really wait for the appointed time. Um, I know as a culture, as a generation, we all love recognition. We love awards and our accolades. But sometimes what's best for us and the best way for us to keep in tune with the promise that God has for us is that we have to really stay low and build. And and I'm going to talk some more about that. Our reading comes from the book of John. We're going to hop into chapter 7, and we're going to read from verses 1 to 9. These verses read like this. After this, Jesus ran around in Galilee. He did not want to go to about in Judah because the Jewish leaders there were looking for a way to kill him. But when the Jewish festival of tabernacles was near, Jesus' brother said to him, Leave Galilee and go to Judah so that your disciples there may see the works that you do. No one who wants to become a public figure acts in secret. Since you are doing these things, show yourself to the world, for even his own brothers did not believe in him. Therefore, Jesus told them, my time is not yet here. For you, any time will do. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify that its works are evil. You go to the festival. I am not going up to this festival because my time has not yet fully come. After he said this, he stayed in Galilee. I love reading about Jesus because I think it's amazing how even though Jesus was God in in a human form, he was still so much like us. Like, think about it. We can truly learn from Jesus because he lived as he was as he calls us to live, he he modeled he modeled it out for us. And so these verses, as I read them, they really stand out to me for a variety of reasons. The the first detail that that sticks out to me is that Jesus actually wanted to stay out of the way. Like we read that Jesus intentionally stayed out of Judah because that's where his enemies were. Think about this: you are God in human form. You're the Messiah, the chosen one. You know. You were you were born of the Holy Spirit. You, you're you you are a, a true living legend. Yet you still know to stay away from your opposition. 
Jesus had this distinct purpose and calling on his life. He knew that, you know, he was sent to the world to be the Messiah. He knew that already that he was destined to die on the cross, be crucified, yet rise again. This was the path that God had already predestined for him. But even through knowing this, Jesus was still rest assured, you know, that nothing could get in between him and his mission. And so knowing this, it's interesting to me that Jesus still was smart enough to keep scheming and, and to stay smart. He had to move with caution. You know, Jesus, even though he was rest assured that his mission would be completed, he had to provide himself with this assurance by going where he was called to go and being where he was supposed to be. Because Jesus was still a man, the threats of his enemies were real. Jesus could have gotten too bold. He could have let his potential and, and promise over his life get to his head. He could have gone to Judah, antagonized his enemies, and ended up dead. But when we're walking out our strategic faith, we must remind ourselves that, that it's okay to stay out of the way. We can move silently and still be strategic. We can stay low and build. That is, that is a heavenly concept. We see modeled right here in these verses for us. Jesus wasn't being stagnant. He wasn't being scared. He wasn't, you know, so full with worry and anxiety. What he was doing was he was being strategic. He was preparing himself to move in tune with the divine timing of God. Because even though you have a purpose and a calling of your life, there is always a time and place for everything. Having the vision, the faith, the plan, and the steps doesn't always mean that it's going to be time to make your move. Jesus knew how his movie was going to end, but he knew that he was still living out the plot each and every day. We can learn from this mentality of, of, of Jesus because, you know, sometimes the best strategy is really to have no strategy and to wait on God to give you a sign. I, I talked about that last week in the message of, of Manifest Vision that even though sometimes you are 10 steps ahead and you've been doing all this planning and plotting, you have to stay scheming because you have to be ready for everything. You have to know that sometimes you might not need a strategy at all. You just need to, to wait, to hold up. Because look, Jesus's brothers wanted him to rush. But for what? Why do you have to rush when you know God has spoken a promise over your life? This, this is where the faith part comes in. If we're going to believe that we are destined for greatness, that success is on the horizon, that we will find the peace we've been searching for, then we have to really act like it. We have to remain steadfast in our faith, believing on God to make our hope and future come alive. Let's, let's think about this. When we read that Jesus's own brothers did not believe that he was the Messiah, you would think that Jesus would want his own brothers to know that, that those are the very people that he would be itching to convince. They wanted him to show out in public and pre present himself in a manner that, that went against his purpose. And Jesus could have accepted their invitation. This is his family. And it's like sometimes when we really don't believe in ourselves, we will try to prove a point. We will show off our talents and abilities before we're ready. We'll launch ourselves on a journey that God was still preparing us for. And that's where the temptation comes in. The temptation is to rush through our process. It's, it's very enticing. It sounds good to get our glory and recognition now instead of later, but it really won't be everything it's supposed to be if it's rushed. Jesus wouldn't be who he is if he didn't go through everything that he went through. He literally had to follow his steps and believe in his divine direction. The trials and tribulations that we are all called to endure 
are making our glory and our recognition recognition even greater. And so the second point that I really want us to, to remember as we stay out of the way is to remember to do you. Stick to what you know, what you believe, and what works for you. People are going to come for you. That that's natural. That's a that's a part of life. You're gonna have the spotlight shined on you. Everybody's gonna want to know what you're up to, what's your next move, what's coming next. But you have to stay focused on doing you. You can't conform to the world. Move at your pace, move at the speed the spirit of God living inside of you pushes and pulls you. The culture of our world, yes, loves to restrict us to having accomplished life milestones at in certain goals at certain ages and times, but you can rest assured that those limits do not apply to you. When you decide to live at your own pace and to stick to what works for you and do what you are called to do, you're going to find yourself living in a peace that, that nobody's going to understand, and that's okay. Jesus's brothers couldn't understand why he wouldn't just go to the festival. They couldn't wrap their head around him being the Messiah and not fully showing out. They really wanted him to show out. That's what it was. They wanted him to just prove it to everybody, perform all these miracles and wonders, all these signs. But it just wasn't the time. Jesus wasn't ready. and He knew that God was still preparing him from something. They figured since you know, Jesus believes he's the Messiah. Even if we don't believe it, he should be able to do whatever, whenever. But sometimes when you have greatness stored inside of you and you know that God has a hope and future for you, you still have to stay scheming. You still have to stay low and, and wait for your manifest vision to become clear and be strategic with your faith. In the verses we read, we read, we see that Jesus kept answering his brothers by saying one important word. All the, all the statements his brothers were saying, Jesus was replying with the word yet. We read, he said, the right time for me has not yet come. See, I think that's so incredible because even though his brothers were stuck on Jesus showing out, Jesus was already 10 steps ahead of his brothers. Jesus already knew and was confident that an an appointed time was ahead of him. He was ready to walk into his destiny and to live in his purpose. And so we're going to read ahead to to John chapter 7, verses 10 to 15, because I want you to remember that Jesus didn't tell his brothers no. You know, when they told him to come and to perform miracles and wonders and all these signs and to show that he was the Messiah, he didn't say no. He said the time has not yet come. So chapter 7, verses 10 to 15, read like this. However... After his brothers had left for the festival, he went also, not publicly, but in secret. Now at the festival, the Jewish leaders were watching for Jesus and asking, where is he? Among the crowds, there was widespread whispering about him. Some said, he is a good man. Others replied, no, he deceives the people. But no one would say anything publicly about him for fear of the leaders. Not until halfway through the festival did Jesus go up to the temple courts and begin to teach. The Jews there were amazed and asked, how did this man get such learning without having been taught? Jesus goes to the festival after his brothers. He doesn't go publicly, but he stays in secret. And he waits and waits. And so halfway through the festival, And then Jesus starts to teach. 
And his teaching is so amazing, so powerful, so inspired, so full of wisdom and richness that the Jews there were amazed and asked, how did this man get such learning without having been taught? See, Jesus was strategic with his faith. The whole time, Jesus had no doubt in his mind that he was the Messiah. He knew that he didn't have to be rushed to prove anything to anybody. Jesus was steadfast in his faith and operating under the clarity of a manifest vision. Jesus already knew that when God confirmed it, that it was time for him to go to the festival, that that would be the best time. Jesus arrived and shut the whole feast down. When he was finally led in his heart to appear, the spirit of God had already made the way for him. It, it, everything was prepared. All Jesus had to do was arrive. And then the spirit of God unleashed itself and provided him the power and authority to complete his mission for that appointed time. It was already done. Sometimes all you have to do is sit and wait. Sometimes the best strategy really is no strategy because God is going to put you in a position at that appointed time where everything is going to come together, all the stars are going to align, and everything is going to make sense. Sometimes the right time has just not yet come. It's not that it's not coming. It's not that it's already passed. It's not that there never was a time. The time has not yet come. Your strategic faith is going to move mountains. Staying out of the way Sticking to doing you and continuing to scheme with God is a recipe for success. Keep praying. Keep talking. Keep taking notes. Keep waiting. Keep brainstorming. Keep acting out on faith. Keep taking leaps. Keep trying. God removes all your obstacles when you step out on faith. Everything is already taken care of. You have a hope and future. God has already spoken a promise over your life. It's not your responsibility to prove it to anyone but yourself. Remain confident that everything is going to work out for you, for your good, because you love God. Keep scheming and keep believing. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Shape the Culture. If you made it to this point, we have reached the end of our message. Stay scheming. Thank you once again. I hope you guys really pulled something from this. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed it as we got creative with these scriptures once again and really looked at how Jesus himself was being strategic with his faith, waiting on God, uh, stepping out on his faith, using faith as an action, operating under a manifest vision with his clarity. Um, remember, this is our series, Strategic Faith. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Share with a friend. That, that's really important to me. If, if you heard something that you liked, it's really important to me that you that you share these messages with a friend. I think that's important. We have to really, you know, provide that model and live in that model of each one teach one. Um, so make sure you share with a friend. Subscribe on shapetheculture.org. Leave me a comment. Show me some love. Tell me what I need to get better at. Give me a question that you want to answer to. Tell me something that you would like to hear. Anything you got. Love you all. Thank you. Till next week.